Thanks for subscribing to the One Cause Podcast. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing. So we believe that the more you hear these truths, the more they will benefit your life. Remember, all it takes is believing it. We're in week number two of Alpha and Omega, this series that we're kicking off. Hey, Ron. Kicking off this new year uh, with, with a bang. And we talked last week about the fact that, that it's critical as believers that you ask Jesus into your beginnings and your endings. Because life's full of beginnings and endings, right? It's just a cycle. Sometimes we, we gain a job. Sometimes we lose a job. Sometimes we gain a relationship. Sometimes we lose one. Sometimes we lose a loved one. Sometimes we gain a new birth. And so life's full of these things that, that just cycle through. And it's, it's important for us as believers to make sure that we usher Jesus into those things. Because that is what changes our perception. Perspective. Wrong word. Perspective. And so today we're going to talk about beginnings. Just like Pastor Alex just preached my message. We're going to talk about beginnings and, uh, and how important they are and how beautiful they are. And they do not have to be fearful and, uh, and full of nervousness for us. They can be something new that Jesus is in. And that's important because we know that God is taking us somewhere good. Right. I want you to remember that this morning. God is taking you somewhere good. Yeah. I don't care what the world's told you. I don't care what circumstances presented itself in your life, you are headed somewhere good because God is good and he's for you. I want to encourage you again, reiterate, do not miss any Sunday, but don't miss Sunday, January 30th. That's Vision Sunday. Be here for Vision Sunday. Right, last week we talked about with church at home, that your responses to beginnings determines your endings, and as well, your responses to endings determine your beginnings. And so today, we're going to dwell a little bit more on the beginnings. We're in a brand new year. We're only two days in. Who's glad to see 2022? Yeah, you glad to see 2022? Man, I'm glad to see it. Last week, I read this scripture uh, Pastor Jen and I read Isaiah 46, verses 9 and 10, and we're gonna, I'm going to remind you about that this morning and read it. it. It says, Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is no other. I'm God, and there is none like me. And here we, sit, here we go, declaring the end from the beginning. Declaring the end from the, the beginning, and from ancient times, things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand and I will do, this is the Lord, I will do all my pleasure. Right? We understand that life is about beginnings and endings and beginnings and endings and beginnings and endings. And perspective is crucial. Perspective is crucial because you know what? You have control over your perspective. You really do. It's a choice. Last year... The year before, you can see it as the worst year of your life, the, the worst year you've ever seen, or you can see it as a beginning to where you're headed now, which is good. Yes. You, you really can do that. Perspective can shift in a moment, in an instant. Perspective about a person, about a situation, about a word said can shift in an instant. Zechariah 4.10 in the New Living says, Do not despise these small beginnings. Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices. He rejoices 
to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. And so beginnings, beginnings, beginnings. A, a few moments ago, moments ago, we read Isaiah 46.10. And that word declaring in that scripture, declaring the end from the beginning, that word declaring means by implication to manifest or announce. So God is announcing something, the end from the beginning, but he's taking us somewhere purposeful. He's taking you somewhere with purpose if you'll allow, if you'll see it. He's taking you to a purposed ending that is good. It's a perspective shift. Maybe the endings you've experienced in the last year or two were not good. But if you allow Jesus to sit in those if you preemptively make a decision now, no matter what ending comes my way, I'm going to have Jesus there. Yes. And he is my peace. And he is my strength. If you're taking notes, write this down. Don't overlook the beginnings in your life. Don't overlook the beginnings. I know there are a lot of note takers in here, aren't there? Don't overlook the beginnings in your life because they're preparation leading to your purposed ending. They're preparation. We're going to talk about preparation today, right? The book of 1 Samuel chapter 17 talks about a story that culture and society has raved about for hundreds, if not thousands of years. And that is David and Goliath. We understand that David... The small shepherd boy defeated Goliath, the champion of the Philistine army. He walked away with his head, killed him, cut his head off with Goliath's own sword, and walked away with that in victory. Right? And that's a huge thing for us. It is a great story. It's a great sports analogy. It's a wonderful political analogy sometimes. But what we don't talk about that I want to talk about today is that there was a beginning for David. There was a time of preparation for David. And it's sprinkled throughout Scripture here and there, but there's nothing really magnificent about his beginning. But it's critical that we revisit that today. We see Goliath, right? We read about Goliath. The Bible actually says that he was probably really close to nine feet, six inches tall. Historians say seven to ten feet, but the Bible really says he's, he's over nine feet tall, close to nine feet, six inches. Those of you that are tall in here, you're ain't, you ain't that tall. I mean, that is tall. This guy had a man to carry his shield. His armor probably weighed more than me. And he walked around like no big deal. This is just who I am. I'm a champion. He's a professional soldier. His spear, his spear was four inches wide. Have you ever picked up a limb that's broken out of, your, out of the tree in your yard that's four inches wide? It's heavy. I, I sometimes, the last couple of ice storms, I've had to, I, actually, I saw, a, I saw a trash truck accidentally clip a neighbor's tree and rip this limb off the, off the tree, and he didn't even know he did it. And I went over to move it, and I was like, Bruh. This is heavy, you know. I mean, we're talking, this guy's a mercenary, professional soldier. And then we have David. 
And he's the shepherd boy. And the musician who plays for King Saul. And he's ruddy in complexion. And he's looked down upon by even his own family. That's all a critical part of the story. It's all really important. But what I want to focus on today is the preparation. Is the alpha in his life. And him seeing that God was with him and that God was for him so that later in his life, all he has to do is remember his identity. All he has to do is remember who he is. So we see this scenario, right? The Philistines and the children of Israel come together in battle and, and each army is perched atop two different mountains and they're yelling across at each other and they see each other and Goliath says, send me a man. Send me your champion. Send me your best. And this is a nine foot, six inch tall warrior. So what do the children of Israel do? Our God is for us. Who can be against us? Oh, wait, that's not what they said. That's not at all what they said. They said, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? That guy's a monster. And they just started sitting together and dwelling in fear. And so David's at home tending the sheep and his dad says, hey, can you take some, some cheese and some bread to your brothers and get me an updated report? Let me know how they are, how they're doing, and then come back and tell me. So David goes and delivers, I told the Dallas campus, that must have been the first Uber Eats. They'll get better. They'll get better. They'll get better. Just give me a second. Everybody take a deep breath. Okay, we're good. Back on track. And so he shows up and he delivers the food. And he starts to overhear the guys in his army talking about what the victor will gain. And it was things like the king's daughter and the exemption from taxation for your whole household. And so it perks his ear, and, and, and he says, well, what do, we, what do you have to do? And he said, you got to beat that guy. And he looks over there, and that guy, and, and Goliath's yelling, and send me a man. And David's like, well, God is with me. You not understand who your God is? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine standing before me? So he arrives and he, and he says, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do that. I'll fight him. But see, his response was, was different because his perspective was different. Because he knew who he was and he knew that God had been with him for years, if not decades. Well, not decades, but decade and a half, decade and two thirds, something like that. He knew that God had been with him for those years. And so his perspective was different. Something was put in him a long time ago that was needed for this moment. Wednesday night, uh, Pastor Jen and I and just a couple of people went down and, and just did some prayer at the Dallas campus. And, and uh, man, it was so great and just refreshing. And the, Lord, the Spirit of the, of the Lord was there, and it was just so powerful. And, and we left... And I don't know, it was maybe 9 o'clock or something, and, and we hit the road, and it was pitch black, winter night, which I love. 
And uh, we got on 75 where Woodall Rogers merges. If you're not from the Metroplex, it's a little busy, little mix master down there. And it's two busy highways merging in, into one another. And as we were coming around the curve, I noticed that there were some cars stopped in front of us. So I slowed down really fast. And as we crept up closer within about 15 or 20 feet, I had to stop because I saw a man on the ground and another man performing CPR. And at that moment, I thought, we looked at each other and we said, we need to stop. We, we got to stop. We can't just drive by. So we stopped in the middle of the road, put the hazards on, and I thought, I can do something. I don't know what I can do, but I can do something. We can do something. That's why we're here. And, uh, and we got out and come to find out this man had had a terrible motorcycle accident. And he had hit, hit this concrete wall and, and he was in bad shape. I mean, really bad shape. And so there was a, it was amazing that a, a firefighter from Fort Worth had, had just come upon the wreck and then another lady who was a nurse had come upon it. So they were out and we were talking. They told us what happened. And at that moment, I said, I don't know what to do except pray. I, mean, I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not trained like you. I don't, I, I, that's not my experience. But what I can do is pray. And so we laid our hands on that man and, and we just prayed miracle life. In Jesus' name, that's all we knew how to do was pray right there. We just laid hands on him and prayed for him. And I'm telling you, it was a moment. It was a moment. And so the mobile ICU arrived, and they, they loaded the man up and took him. And, of course, I, I really don't know what happened, but I, we did what we knew to do. We did what was in us. And I realized driving away at that moment thinking, you know, probably 10 years ago, I would have seen the, the emergency lights and maybe just passed by because I was a little bit nervous, a little bit unsure if there's anything I could do. But I realized at that moment that God had put something in us. And what was in us was to at least get out and pray, do something, offer a little bit of comfort, lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. That was what was in us. And it wasn't put in me that morning. It wasn't put in me during prayer that night. It was put in me long ago, long ago. And this isn't a story about me and Jen. This is a story about what God does the way he works. And he does the same thing in your life. He prepares you. There's an art, this preparation. See, David, David could have sat in that field and been frustrated and been disappointed because nobody sees me for what I am. Just a shepherd boy who can play music and minister. He could have stayed there in that attitude that I'm just this or I'm only this. My family doesn't even accept me, so I'm just going to stay here the rest of my life. He could have stayed there. But I believe, I believe he saw back then an alpha moment. I believe he saw a beginning with God in his life at that moment. Because what happens is he arrives on the scene and he's reminded about that moment years ago when God was with him. So you don't, you don't just pick up a rock and chunk it and defeat a guy like this. It doesn't happen. What does it take? Preparation. 
but he's out for months, if not years, in the fields tending to the sheep, being looked down upon. And it doesn't say it there, but I believe, I believe he was perfecting something. I believe he was working, using what God had given him into his hand, no matter how small it was. A sling? A rock? Who fights with that? Historians believe that in ancient times, these people that were called slingers could rotate a slingshot six or seven times per second before they released it at such a velocity that they think now could make the same impact as a medium-sized handgun at over 100 yards. And the Bible says in this, in this chapter that David chose five smooth stones and put them in his pouch, and then moved on to the battle. And folks, what it says is that when he released that stone, it sank into Goliath's head. You know what that word sink gives the impression of? You ever had your foot sink in the sand? Below the surface. I believe the, the Bible uses words in a particular way for a particular reason. And that the little shepherd boy who was out in the field, who only had a sling, sank a stone into that Goliath's head and defeated him. But he never would have done that if he did not remembered that God was with him. That God was in him. That God was in his alpha moment years, months and years before that. That God was on his side. That God, he stood up and said, my God is with me. I can do this. In fact, he tells Saul, King Saul says, you can't do this. In about 34, 35 verse, he says, you can't do this. Have you seen that guy over there? And David says, oh, no, 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 hold on a second. You don't understand that I fought the lion and the bear and defeated them with my hands. Who's this uncircumcised Philistine? When my God is with me. And see, I believe, I believe at that moment, even standing up to Goliath, I believe that he saw the lion and the bear, those times of preparation that God had brought him through. Purposeful preparation for this ending. And soon after, he'd be anointed king, or he'd be, he would take the office of king. See, I think we see Goliath as having the advantage because of his height, his experience, his military prowess and capabilities, his equipment. But I think David had the advantage. I think David had the advantage years before. He would even show up on the battlefield because he knew that God was with him. He allowed God to be in his alpha. He didn't say, I'm simply a shepherd boy. I'm only this. I'm merely that. And I want to encourage yourself this morning. I want to encourage you to tell yourself, I'm not just a teacher. I'm not just an office administrator. I'm not just a musician. God is with me. God is for me. And because he's with me, I 
will win. I allow him into this alpha moment in my life so that he can take me to my purposed ending. Right? Determine today, determine today that your alpha moments are only preparation. Preparation on your path to your purposed ending. See, God, God was with David and David allowed that, that preparation time. And he said, you know what? I can do this now because I defeated the lion and the bear. I've been in the field preparing when, when everybody else was looking down upon me and I could have been bored. I could have been complaining. I was perfecting. I was perfecting. And I want to tell you today that you have to see God in your alpha moments. You have to allow him to be with you. Even if it's painful in the natural, if you determine your perspective shifts and you say, this is something new, but I'm not going to allow fear to rule because I know I'm going somewhere good with God. But David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. There's a shift there in identity. Used, I used to be, the, yeah, I've, I was the keeper of the sheep. But at this moment, I'm a, I'm a warrior with God on my side. And in, in a moment soon, I'll be king. And when a lion or bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck it and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Let me tell you this morning, you are the army of the living God. God is with you. He's for you. He's behind you. He's been preparing you for years. And there are going to be instances in this, even in this next year, 2022, when he's going to pull things out of you in these situations that you may not even know is there. But you'll see that preparation. You'll see that time when God was depositing inside of you. If you shift your perspective, I want to pray for you this morning. Because I believe that that in, these, in this natural cycle of, of beginnings and endings, this is, we're, in, we're in a beginning. We're in a new year. We're in 2022, two days in. And I want to encourage you to shift your perspective. And this is not going to simply be any other year. This is not going to simply be, oh, another year of COVID. This is going to be the year when God's depositing something purposeful and specific within you that maybe you are going to encounter a situation where you'll have to rise up in faith and do something, or maybe someone near you that you work with, a family member, somebody like that's going to require that. Somebody's going to need something from you. So see this day as an alpha moment. See this day as the beginning of something beautiful. See this day as Jesus sitting with you. Father, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for that you are so good that you prepare us ahead of time, sometimes without even our knowledge. 
that you're working behind the scenes to make to bring all things together for good. Lord, you're preparing us when we feel like we are simply the shepherd sitting in the field, an outcast that no one sees, no one cares about. You are preparing us. I thank you, Lord, right now that we as your children see what you're depositing in us right now in this alpha moment of 2022, Lord, that your church, that the people in your church would rise up this year and expect the miraculous. Lord, you do not disappoint. You're the God of signs and wonders. You're the God of second chances. You're the God of turnarounds. You're the God, you're the God of shifting perspective, metanoia. Changing the way we think. And Lord, this morning we say that we're changing the way we think so that no matter what presents itself to us, it will just now be an alpha moment with you sitting with us. Lord, the next time a difficult situation arises with, with a, a friend or a family member that is relationally based or maybe something in the professional world, in, this, in the business world or in our jobs, that we would see an alpha moment. Lord, I'm, I'm bringing you into this right now. I'm bringing you into this situation right now. And though the natural may look bleak, Lord, I know that you are good and that you are for me and you're taking me to a purposed ending. And Lord, just as Pastor Alex said earlier, some of us in here need a new beginning. We need to see, we got to see something new. We've got to see something change. Lord, I just pray the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guarding their hearts and their minds. Lord, that they would understand that today is the day. Today is the day to shift perspective and say, I'm giving up the heartache, I'm letting go of the worry, I'm distancing myself from the fear, and instead I'm allowing Jesus to come sit right next to me. I thank you for your goodness, Father. I thank you for where you're taking this church, one house, two rooms, into this new year, into this alpha moment right now that you are good and that you have a purposed ending for us. I thank you for continuing to speak to us and ministering to us by the Holy Spirit, leading us and guiding us into all truth. And Father, for peace, peace right now in their minds, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Enjoying the podcast? If you want more, you can always visit One Cause Church on YouTube and Facebook to watch full services.